Let's go. Let's go. Every once in a great while, there's a seismic shift in the world of entertainment. A moment where talent, technology, and innovation combine to change the game forever. You're about to witness unrivaled turntablism, knowledge, and sheer passion. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome TC and Jake. All right, we uh, got to get one thing out of the way before we say anything else, and that is that on November 19th, we will be at Off the Record. We are doing a special filming event with some of the preeminent creatives of our time, and uh, we want everyone to be there. So that's uh, Off the Record in Deep Elm, the Dallas location, Elm Street, November 19th, 7 o'clock. Hand jobs for everyone who shows up. That's the best we could do? Hand jobs? Yeah. Well, uh, can't give two blowjobs at once. Got to run people through. We're hoping for a big crowd. You're the one who told me you can put two D's in a P just a mere week ago, and I didn't know that mm-hmm. beforehand. Yeah, but I don't have a P. Yeah, I'm just saying. I think it's possible to put two D's in a mouth if you're saying. If I learned that that other thing is possible, oh, it's, it's, just it's, ask Kobayashi. It's possible, but I don't think that's the experience anyone wants. I think it's weird that anybody wants the other thing. Not a lot of people do. I think it's even weird whenever you're using the P and the A for yeah, I mean, two Ds. That's 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 a lot of contact. A lot, and they don't even ever seem to try to like limit it. I mean, if you if you're like, uh, oh, gross, I don't want to touch your dick, like then you're just not doing that, dude. You, you got to be comfortable with it. Was Milo speaking with the, from experience? <laughs> yeah, be comfortable with it. <laughs> Noted double penetration <laughs> yeah. artist. And uh, family of jurors. Was Milo at the uh, Berkman Wool thing today? I don't know what you're. I I don't. I Yenananopolis. Yeah, I think they brought him back into the fold. I don't know a single thing that's happened today outside of like a two-block radius of my house. How about that? Yeah. Oh, that's right. I forgot. You're a refugee. That's why it might sound a little weird too. Can you bring my ears down at all, TC? I can. Also, uh, there's a decent chance that uh, at some point there's going to be a baby and a lady walking here. Perfect. With a fucking competing for who's got more tood betwixt the two of them <laughs> <laughs> whenever they enter the room. Classic tood off. <laughs> a little, little competition where we all lose. Uh, yeah, this is the first episode recorded in Jake's new house. Yep. little upset we couldn't have set up out on the veranda. We probably could have if we would have really thought about it. But you know the other thing I'll tell you, it's not that big of a deal, but I definitely forgot. You deal with this, I'm sure. But You know, this is close enough to my house that I think if we wanted to set up veranda Thursdays. We could do it. Where every every Thursday I come over here, we set up on the veranda. Do it like Switzer in the Coach's Cabana. That's right. That's (laughs) right. Get a little Coach's Cabana. (laughs) Panther Cabana. Uh, The Plains, man. Yeah, it's all day. <laughs> it's all day. It's weird uh, how the airport works, right? Yeah, bought a house next to the airport, pal. It's pretty on brand for me to have forgotten <laughs> that. <laughs> whenever people are like, "Oh, you live next to the airport? That's cool. You can get in and out of there." there I'm like, there yeah, are... no drawbacks. <laughs> all upside. It's just living close to an airport. Yeah, I, I bet there's maybe twenty houses that are closer to the airport than yours. Yeah, <laughs> like it, it's extremely close to the airport. It feels airstrikey. Yeah, like half the time. So that might just be part of the charm of <laughs> Veranda Thursdays. <laughs> yeah. What if I held? I could. I could do like a Berkman, uh, Berkman Wool thing back there. 
Yeah, and, it, and it would in. be on brand because they have <laughs> planes flying over. Yeah, of course. It, yeah. I got to be honest. I'm going to go through the one from today. I think it's about Nancy Pelosi and pills. Okay. Which, I got to be honest. That's probably true. I was going to say, <laughs> yeah, all the sorry. claims they've made, that's one that... Yeah. I mean, the first time I saw her a long time ago, I was like, that looks like pills. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that uh, that has the appearance of prescriptions. But, you know, whatever you got to get through the day. Like, I'm all right with it, Nancy. We, you know, part of it is our fault, but we killed that. that. she does pills? No, just that the press conferences aren't even really. I'm take that on as a responsibility. They're not really even fun anymore. Like, I watched like five yeah. minutes of the one today, and I'm like, this is a goddamn mockery. Yeah. So but why are we here? Uh, well, we're here because let me take you back to last night. Okay. Um, Josh is back with us. Josh Campbell, you recognize him from uh, just last week. Hi guys. And that was not last week, but two weeks two, ago. Yeah. yeah. Three weeks. Last ago. week was the Fort Worth cop shooting. Two weeks ago was the Amber Geiger trial. Okay. By, by the way, for for people, what will it be this week? People, excited <laughs> to find out. People ask me a lot. Uh, this week it's the cops stealing the tequila. <laughs> right. They got, got caught. I think well, it was I, WFA maybe was carrying live coverage of the of, of the weather during the game, unlike NBC. Ballsy decision. Was, uh, <laughs> I'll show it to you. Was hitting it. Um, but people ask me a lot, like, "Hey, can we put up like an unedited version of the crow line?" And I really don't feel comfortable doing that, just because it's still like our name on it, you know. Like, yeah. and it's just, it's not so much that you want the beeps out. It's that you want me to do another version of the crow line with all the stuff that I feel like we can't put in. Uh Yeah. And over the last two weeks, the sheer volume, really none last night, actually, I guess because it was a win, the sheer volume of Geiger, Botham Jean, and Tatiana Jefferson uh, calls that I got was stunning. I mean, I probably got five different variations of... I'd like to call in a wellness check on Jason Garrett to the Fort Worth Police (laughs) Department. Uh, Or... I personally will pay for Jason Garrett to get an apartment at the Southside Flats. <laughs> that was a bit. Those are big players. Here's the one from this week. Now people are gonna, you know, stand for the cops here and say like, because right when I retweeted this, and it's actually a buddy of ours uh, who listens to this podcast who took this video, which now has twenty two thousand views. Um, but this is live WFAA as uh, they're rolling through a busted up liquor store, and there's a cop who's like. Yeah, I mean, if this is here, uh, I'm gonna walk away with these, <laughs> and he just kind of. Then he's, I think he kind of realizes he's fucked there. He's, uh, he's cleaning up. Then he's like, "Oh, I'm just just set these down." Yeah, just organizing these over here. <laughs> just organizing. So last night, yeah, yeah, I could, uh, I could walk to there. Um, so Josh lives about a ten minute walk from me, and that's uh, at my pace, which is suffice not, to say, not fast. <laughs> not his pace. It's about, it's about a five minute walk. Who would win? <laughs> uh, interesting. We should, we should do a race, <laughs> but not now. Right. Um, it's a tough time. So we were having, I would say, one of the best Sundays anyone's ever had. Because okay. Uh, Josh, we, we got a little thing going where, uh, Cowboy Sundays, we kind of switch off houses, just have a little Cowboys party. That sounds really fun. In the friends of the neighborhood. It is very fun. It's, it sounds better than, you know, and, uh, working. The, the night before we had, uh, gone out to dinner and, uh, we're talking about whatever happened to Little Caesars. How come no one goes to Little Caesars anymore? 
And so uh, we picked up some Caesars for, for Sunday night. Do they have like another offering that's more than the $5 hot and ready now? Like I think I saw that they're selling like a $15 pizza. Oh, buddy. Okay. Oh, they don't sell anything that's fifteen dollars. No, but, okay. uh, but they have a lot of offerings. We, we got, got the two quattro. pizzas and two sides, and I don't think we spent fifteen dollars. That's fucking awesome. And uh, the big thing is they got the pizza portal now, so you don't got to talk to anyone. <laughs> what did it explain? Uh, it's like a thing. It looks kind of like um, a vending machine for pizza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a pizza vending machine. <laughs> Yet where, another like, you, idea stolen from me. <laughs> You place an online order, and whenever your order is ready, they'll send you an email with a code to punch in, and you just walk into the store, punch in on the keypad your little thing, goes to raise the glass on where your little warmer, like your section of the warmer is. I'm looking at it right now. You just pull it out, walk on your way. That's awesome. It is. Zero human interaction required. They should so, put, get, the, get the fuck down from there. <laughs> Jake's Sorry. dog is uh, <laughs> trying to be part of the cast. And they so, should put one of these in, in every elementary and junior high. Absolutely. <laughs> Are you kidding? They're probably absolutely. there. <laughs> um, and so uh, I went and picked up, uh, yeah, like he said, two Zaz, two sides. And we pack one of the biggest bowls anyone's ever seen. Uh, just have a little group smoke sesh out on the patio, <laughs> step inside, enjoy some za, And I would say... Cowboys are rolling. Cowboys are doing great. The jokes are just popping off. Ever, I, I don't even know who the funniest person is. A four-way tie. And uh, I would say probably about half hour after we ripped into that za. Um, sounds like a serious storm. And Megan, to her credit, is like, uh, hey, TC, you should plug in your computer. Um, I want to make sure you got some juice. I got a feeling the power is going to go out. And Josh was uh, recording, uh, it was noting on our way over that I, I guess the, the weather stations did not appear to be in agreement that something like this magnitude was coming, certainly not at that time. It yeah. seemed like a shock to me. Yeah, they yeah. were saying, oh, it uh, looks like the biggest damage causer is going to be hail. Just keep an eye out for that hail and some lightning. Like, and they even were saying, like, barely any chance of tornadoes. No chance of tornadoes. So... Power flicks a couple times, uh, and then eventually drops all the way out, and then all of our phones go off with Tornado Watch, which is the big one. No, Tornado means, Warning. Oh, well, I thought Watch was... No, Watch is like, be on the lookout. Okay. Like, Warning's warning the big means one? we saw it. See, I always think warning means like, we are warning you the conditions are there, whereas Watch, that, that implies sight. You yeah. Know, the, the, I can see the tornado. Right. It's... I it's think we can all agree. asking you to be the watch on the, like, be the neighborhood watch. Whereas a warning means, means you need to be concerned of danger. Yeah, warning means the alarm, the, uh, the burglar already broke in, that's got past the neighborhood watch. I think we can all agree uh, when it comes to this watch warning thing. <laughs> they really should flip it. <laughs> or just come up with two different words that are clearer and don't both yeah. start with W. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. it seems not that How about tornado sighting? To yeah. Tornado sighting. That's right. That's easy. Well, we had a tornado sighting, is yeah. what our phones were informing us. And uh, I, my entire life, and it should be noted that if I had gone with this tact, I would uh, still have an undefeated record. Every time I'm just like, eh, tornado, like, where, you know, uh, <laughs> even if it's the house next to you, like, it's, uh, you could still be fine. Whatever. I, so I, I wasn't moving. <laughs> from from but, the uh, couch. The, now, mind you, the power is out. We're not watching the cowboy game anymore. Yeah, you know, He's sitting in the phone. dark in front of a dark television <laughs> while all the all the bells and whistles <laughs> of everything are warning you. 
<laughs> to take cover. <laughs> to take cover. <laughs> but yeah, everyone else goes to uh, interior hallway, and um, then then shit starts hitting the side of the house, and I'm like, all right, all right, I'll, I'll get up, I'll get up, okay. <laughs> And uh, at that point, we grabbed the baby. She's been asleep for about an hour. And, uh, you know, she was pretty good at that point. I would not she say that she had a good it. night last night. She was smiling in the hallway. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, as I'm stepping in to grab the baby, uh, this was the biggest thing of the night, uh, the most disconcerting thing. All of us start talking about how we all need to swallow because our ears are pressurizing. Okay. And like it's happening rapidly. Like, like you'll boom, swallow, boom, boom, pop, 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 pop. It'll pop. repressurize. You'll swallow. Like and, I've never uh, really known that that was part of that experience. I didn't either. Just because the air, pre- the air is getting sucked, the pressure differential is is increasing. It's, okay. It was nuts to the point where like Megan was dizzy, like almost falling down because the pressure she couldn't get equalized. And so and we I mean, were all the, like sat on the ground. The important thing to remember with all of this, with anyone getting dizzy or anything else going on, is that all four of us or three of us are uh, fucking stoned. <laughs> <laughs> like this was really pretty poor timing. <laughs> like, I don't know. Weed is one of those things where like uh, you can a little bit snap out of it, you know, like if you need to uh, to focus down, like you can you can kind of will away that high a little bit. And some of that happened. I certainly would say this was not like my longest, uh, sweetest high I've ever had. Um, <laughs> the tornado harshed it pretty hard. Uh, but yes, we're sitting there with uh, the the pressure changing rapidly. Um, Megan described an experience that I felt a little bit, not as much as her, um, where it just it really felt like a little upward lift, like not enough to like pull you off or anything like that, like off the ground um but but I, did, did you have a little bit of that yeah i was like sitting i was like sitting in the corner and my back was up against the wall and you could feel it felt like the house was breathing or something like the walls you could feel the whole thing kind of expand and kind of lift up and move for a second and do a little twist damn and it, you could hear all the groans all of a sudden where all the nails were being pulled against their friction and and all the old wood that they hadn't moved in you know 50 years and it was all the whole way Ugh. so yeah uh and mixed in with this was just big thumps you know oh, just yeah. like shit hitting the house shit hitting the ground like who the fuck knows um at this point are you still in the living room no, 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 of, no, 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 no. He's, he's no. taking cover with the rest of us. No, no longer <laughs> functional television. <laughs> when, I, when I grabbed the baby, I went and sat with everyone else. Um, and yeah, like the, the dog, like we... Nikki know, grabbed well, the I'm dog. I'm sure he handled it well. You know, he could have been worse. Um, but yes, yeah, yeah, like uh, it's, it's just the situation where like we're all in this safe spot. So I'm like, it'd be really a lot easier if we had the dog's leash so she could just hold the leash. Um, but... You know, you're like, if I walk out, is like a fucking plank going to fly through the window and shoot through my head? And they were like, well, you know, he wanted to get the leash, but now he's dead. So clearly a bad, <laughs> bad call on his part. Um, that, that would be my, uh, my eulogy is, um, I imagine. <laughs> Sorry, Henry. <laughs> um, and so, uh, so yeah, Nikki just like kind of was able to hold on to him. And I would say that the time in the safe zone was five minutes, 10 minutes. Right, where we were chilling. Like, I think the whole event where it was seriously over us and we were hearing all the stuff and the pressure change, that was probably 90 seconds at the most. Yeah, that's that's. And then we kind of just hung out for another four or five minutes to... Before we knew if everything was calmed down. You know, I I love her very much. Megan was low-key killing me. She kept on uh, being like, is it past? And I'm like, 
how the fuck would I know? (laughs) (laughs) I've I've got all the information you have. Um, No, my weird thing during that moment was in the time where we're sitting there and we're hearing all this stuff hit the house and yeah, there's like actual freight train sound, (laughs) you know, like everyone talks about. But uh, like I was thinking to myself, huh, it's kind of weird. Your heart rate's not even elevated right now. (laughs) Because I was just like in the most dead calm state. I can't describe it. Like everything was so slow and I was just chill. Like, you you guys Whatever. would recommend um, sort of people getting very high on drugs. Yeah, I don't know that I would. If the, if the roof had ripped off, I would have been totally fine with it. Like I was like, ah, and you I, know what? What are you gonna do? I don't know, man. I I've like in the end, no windows were breached. Like, uh, my, really, my house is. It's the immaculate house that didn't get damaged compared to most of the rest. Yeah, of it. it's in the top half of the neighborhood, no doubt. Uh, like we had a shutter ripped off, but as far as I can tell right now, that's the worst of it. Um, it, but yeah, it, it, I, I've I've never been anywhere near that close to where I was like, yeah, that the roof might get ripped off. Like, you know, I, I might like get a couple seconds from now, like uh, just be looking up at the wind. When did you go outside? Um, right after that. Yeah, not too long. Because everyone, it you could hear like everyone in the neighborhood outside. Um, they were all you know hollering and checking on everyone. Because once you went outside, you it became very apparent like this was not just a little windstorm that knocked some branches down because there every single person in the neighborhood was out of their house checking going door to door to see if people were okay um then nikki and i had to walk home well, we had to walk home because nikki drove her car <laughs> to tc's house even though he lives two streets away we usually walk but nikki baked a cake and she didn't want to carry the cake all Delicious the way cake. so Nikki's car is a casualty of the tornado as it got total final destination style. A I tree saw the photo right through the fucking windshield. Damn. <laughs> and took it's, it, it like took crushed the, the top. Yeah. yeah. Crushed you the just top leave of it, it there. Yeah. Cause I was afraid to drive it. Well, once we started walking home, like every road was completely blocked by trees. Power poles were snapped over like fucking toothpicks across the ground, power lines down everywhere. Um, and it wasn't until this, like, we were being really careful trying to walk home just because knowing all the, it was just puddles everywhere and you're walking around all these down power lines. But then this morning, walking back to the car, um, it was just incredible. Like, I can't see very well, but even what I could see was just amazing. The, the Every tree is, like, pretty much broken off at the top at about 25 feet tall. And there... Like the whole neighborhood is going to look weird because there's not going to be any trees anymore in the entire neighborhood. Yeah, I don't know. Like, uh, I I can't figure that as far as like uh, topics of interest to everyone that we've covered that this ranks very high up, like the state of TC's neighborhood. But like, whatever, it's uh, it's half my podcast and uh, it is my neighborhood. So like, uh, I give a shit about it. So you're going to get some coverage of it. <laughs> that uh, you know, whenever it was built, it was like middle class, upper middle class kind of neighborhood. Mm-hmm um this was like the 50s like it was i think it was a lot like for uh love field pilots and their families and that kind of shit right yeah and since then you know people have been here and there about keeping up with the houses as often happens so it is uh fallen in status and the only thing that's like obviously still special and like desirable about it is the fact that 
there are all these trees. They're like very it's, nice. It's as far as trees in Dallas, like this is a you know, uh top whatever neighborhood. Like that they're definitely older than the homes. Yeah, at least like I have a tree in my in the front of my house. It's a forty inch diameter tree. It's gotta be at least eighty years old, maybe a hundred years old. And the whole thing's gotta come down because it broke in half. Half of it fell into the yard. Luckily it didn't fall most of the weight onto the house. Yeah, if it had gone the other way, he would not have a house. The, it's a big fucking part of the branch. Yeah, fell. part of it fell on the roof, and I got to wait for the people to cut the tree loose to see if it actually punctured through or not. And like, I don't know, man. Uh, I'm sure it was because I was messed up, but like, whenever I was going around, like, checking for everything, there's a tree, like, whenever I'm sitting in my, uh, like, office, my whatever room, you know, it's got like the video games and shit um that like just when you're looking out the window like it's it fills up the whole window i swear to god this thing's a four-story building of a fucking tree and uh whenever there was a fight uh about the methodist hospital in you know cliff where they were trying to tear down some trees and people were freaking out about it and i was just trying to like put myself in their shoes and i was like man well if you lost that one particular tree like you'd be pretty fucking devastated about that and i like since then i've thought i don't know 20 times like boy i hope i i hope that tree outlives me because i just love that fucking tree and it it's gone man like i there's like a quarter of it still standing but i figure they got to take it down uh because there's just a lot of fucking damage to it and you know just like uh art like if if they wanted to plant replacement trees like they would not be fucking close to the size by the time i'm dead you know like that's yeah. how trees work so my neighborhood is just irreparably damaged like it's not always to mention, going to be different not to mention the handful of homes that are just smashed yeah. and destroyed yeah, yeah, and obviously that's like way bigger deal like people are out out without a home and like uh fucking stunning that no one died yeah i can't um, believe it yeah yeah and you know this is my from my time at pegasus uh talking to people about their emotional connection to trees that's kind of that was kind of my beat <laughs> that was your beat yeah yeah Ar arborist yeah you gonna dust it off i might have to take a recorder around the neighborhood tell me which one meant the most to you but yeah there's a I, I don't know i haven't gone down to check but i i think that little caesar's like now no longer has windows well, i'm i'm, I'm <laughs> Damn, sure because that that whole area piece to the portal <laughs> yeah yeah that portal is fucked up man all those storefronts that didn't have anything in front of them protecting them just got must have gotten waylaid way laid by debris. I wonder if you could roll in there and get like I don't know a two dollar and fifty hot and ready that was in the crushed, <laughs> yeah, in the crushed portal was ready. <laughs> <laughs> it was ready at some point. Luke Warman was ready for two dollars and fifty cents. You just have to dig through the debris. Yeah, I I did Uber driving this morning like normal, and uh, shit is fucked up, man. Like, uh, I drove by Walnut Hill Elementary. I'm letting you know right now, if you have kids there, it's probably going to be a couple weeks before they do classes. What like a clusterfuck. All the windows were smashed. Big parts of the roof are missing. I, know I think the whole gymnasium area roof like collapsed right there. Uh, that Walnut Hill Rec Center basketball court yeah. is fucked up. And I, I just, I wonder, like, I don't know, are we still going to be like six months from now? Like, just construction projects all around us all the time? Yes. Yeah. And, well, I don't know if that Walnut Hill was included in the last bond package we voted for to get totally retrofitted and upgraded anyway, so it might have been due for a teardown and stuff yeah. coming up. So nature just might have uh, 
gotten rid of some of the demo costs. Yeah, the other big thing that happened to us was uh, the power line to the house uh, branch hit it. And I don't know like if it's disconnected or how bad it is. I mean, the power to the whole area is out. So I leave for Chicago on Wednesday. I get back on Monday. And the thing I have my fingers crossed for is it just it'd just be great to have power by the time I get back. <laughs> Jeez, dude. And I don't know if that's a guarantee. Yeah, that's what I did all day today was cut the couple branches that were hanging on that wire that was connecting between the house and the power lines to try to get them clear before the rest of the tree people came because I was worried about them snapping it. This morning, trying to get Megan out so that she could uh, take the baby to her parents so the baby didn't have to sit in the heat. I mean, and, you know, thank God it's not summer, you know. Um, heat could be much worse. But uh, it was like shoveling snow, getting all the branches out of the alleyway. Uh, and like, you know, we had to pick one side because there was the other one, the branches were too heavy. Like I could not have moved them by myself. Well, at least you guys were able to see uh, our king. That's yeah. right. You know, um, sorry to distract everyone. With got the our, sweet and the sour the in the life. With, you know? <laughs> with our tragedy. And the hot and ready. Yeah. Now yeah, let's yeah. lift you up. All these things. We bring you down to lift you up. Yeah, so uh, on Thursday, we had Bad Radio Show 5000, and from there, uh, Josh's wife, Nikki, drove us to the dart stop one north of Victory, and then so we just hopped on and took it to Victory because she was too closed down around the AC because Trump was there. Heavy hitter. Mm-hmm. And I think, uh, I don't know, um, so... We got out of the uh, the dart bus and about two minutes into the walk, start to have a grasp for how fucked we were. Of uh, just, it is too much that, uh, for one, they're only opening the doors facing victory. Okay. So, just the south side entrance was open. And not even all of them, just the ones that are the main, like, four doors right, there not right. the v not the usual like mavs entrances where you have like the season ticket entrances yeah. on the corner side none of those are open either yeah and we're we're walking down like towards the p1 parking garage you know, like uh crossing houston there um that's houston right or is that victory that's no. victory yeah, yeah yeah you're right so we're crossing victory and um that's when we spy the line and it's you know what like three crossbacks you know of like mm -hmm. they're they're going down and going back um and so we just start walking along it trying to find the end and so we walk from that p1 parking garage down past the w take a right at the w all the way to the house of blues mm -hmm. yep still going holy fuck take a right there down that street uh maybe commerce i don't know dick's last resort yeah whatever that is right there um and uh then take another right back towards like the Sinopolis mm -hmm. or uh, we ended up, it ended up that if we had just gone the other way at the P one parking garage, you could have found the end of the line pretty quickly. Yeah. But instead if we just followed the whole line from the beginning of the line to the end. And, and every the fact time that it snaked all yeah, the way around, like, every time we're walking, it's not like we're walking by one line. We're walking by like fucking four going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. I bet that if you just like took those people and like kind of had it um, like I, I think they could have gone from the AAC to the House of Blues and back about five or six times. That yeah. would have been my guess. If it was just one straight shot, yeah, like they did it Six Flags style. Like I don't know I'm what eighteen thousand, <laughs> I don't know what eighteen thousand people looks like standing in one line, but uh, it was a fucking ton. And it's almost it's like that many 
thousand of the same people. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, I would say that there was two types that I I mainly observed. Uh, one was the uh, the t-shirt Trump fans mm-hmm. that had a had a Trump themed t-shirt. Um, and then and you know some all, made their own <laughs> for sure. Um, <laughs> they uh, one one set of uh, people. They all had a, a letter spelling out "We Heart Trump," and they all sat together. Of course, that was on the front. On the back, <laughs> trolling me specifically was a Punisher logo with Trump hair. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> nothing like Law and Order presidency of the Punisher. <laughs> yeah, nothing says Law and Order like the vigilante or love. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> presidency of love. The yin and the yang with the front and the back. <laughs> I imagine there was probably no less than a hundred different groups of people that had group shirt efforts, like to spell things out. Yeah, they, they, you know, the, there was definitely some people who were like, "Hey, let's get all our friends and uh, go down to the Trump rally and let's do something cool. Maybe stand out for the big guy. Maybe Donald catch us." <laughs> And I bet you none of them made it into the arena except that one group that we saw. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, that was the that was the first category is the uh, the t shirt fan. The second one is there was definitely some people who came from like uh, you know being a lawyer or uh, um, finding some way to trick all the employees out of their retirement benefits or whatever. <laughs> um, yeah. And so they were all wearing suits. You all, know. Are you talking about the young Don Junior wannabe guys wearing yes. suits? And uh, and some of uh, the like you know older ones. Yeah, you like, got the old yeah. oil people suit wearers, but then there was like this whole group of just wannabe Don Juniors and Eric. <laughs> Absolutely, all <laughs> over the place. Really, there was some that I doubted that they had a job they were coming from where they wore a suit. I think that they just like rolled out of bed around uh, three p.m. and like put on a suit because they were Slick like their well, hair back. Yeah, I'm going to the Trump rally. I want people to you know think I'm important. It's disappointing to me that anyone aspires to mimic DJ TJ or Eric. Dude, like I get it with Trump. There definitely is. And they And we met him. Yeah. Love uh like real tree. <laughs> What's Cam- real tree? Camo that <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Always, yeah. Just for what he's just when for he, when, when you're killing lions. Yeah. And uh, all the suit people gave me a real strong purge vibe. Like I'm, I'm pretty sure that that uh, I just figured that Trump might announce like mid thing, like sirens go like, off. Yeah, yeah, fucking the time is upon us, man. <laughs> hey, I, I, w- I, I had my money in the pool that this was going to be the announcement of the religious war. Yeah, that we were all going to run out and start just lancing all the secularists and atheists in the world. This is where you would do it if you see a Muslim, get them. <laughs> No time to tell if they're a good one or not. <laughs> so uh, we reach the end of the line, and we're kind of like we just kind of get in it to assess our options. And as we're doing that, uh, <laughs> the people in front of us, Josh hears them uh, talking about how they drove by the South Side. Flats yeah, the first the thing they're like, "So that was the South Side Flats," up. and yeah. and the lady was like, "Yeah, that's where it was." And wow. uh, I, I didn't really hear this snippet of conversation, but were they, uh, whose who side did they find more sympathetic, Josh? Ah, it's, I believe they were more on the law and order side of things. How, I think the quote was, how was she supposed to know he wasn't breaking it in a ring? I mean, answer that, dude. Yeah, right. You can't. That is fucking astounding to me that that might become a like location of rallying crime. Oh, it's going to be like uh, the fucking grassy knoll. 
Yeah, I don't know about that, um, but it is. It's it not is that far. That, uh, You're gonna go to the grassy knoll, and then you'll get a pa- a pamphlet for the Southside Flats, and the guy will just take you over there. A little bus a, ride that goes back and forth. Yeah, a seance. <laughs> yeah, and then they head over to Fort Worth. <laughs> yeah. So, so at that point, um, Josh asks them, "So, are you guys from around here?" Or? Oh no! No, I said, "So, where are you from?" Because like they they don't they don't know what street they're on. They don't know. This is the first time they've ever seen the Southside Flats. They're amazed that they actually drove by it on the way in. So naturally, I was like, "So, where are you guys from?" Oh, Dallas. <laughs> not a fucking chance. All right? Frisco does not mean Dallas. It right. means Frisco, you motherfuckers. If you've never been downtown, I don't think you're from Dallas. Which, like, uh, man, whenever, I was wor- whenever we were working at the old station, uh, there was a time that I needed a ride to the airport. So my mom picked me up at, you know, Maple and Oaklawn. And we were going to the airport. And she was like, all right, uh, tell me where to go. I'm like, to the airport? Would, like, to Love Field? No, to DFW, but, but just like she yeah, I guess still, wouldn't pretty... know the street. Like, yeah, I mean, every it, highway in the city takes you to the airport if you if you know which way you're going. Yeah, like, I, I don't think my mom could from that. But I mean, then again, we're Tarrant folk. Like, I, I I think you could drop my mom anywhere in uh, like within you know a couple miles of downtown and give her like a obvious well known location, and she's be like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, eh. Yeah, oh, well. so so these uh these were these were these, these were folks these, like that. These and, local Dallasites. And so at that point we're uh we're we're chatting with them a bit, uh making friends. Yeah. That's what we're about. And the Along guy the way. reveals to us that his buddy is inside and uh shows us like a picture of like how full up it looks. And at this point the line has not been moving, so I just assume no one was inside because they're not letting anyone in. That's right. why the line's not moving. When I learned that they are letting people in and that the line's not moving, I'm just like, we're fucked. You know, we we're not getting in. What time is this roughly? Yeah, Almost like four thirty. Yeah, four forty five, something, something like, like that. Um Jinx. And mm. you owe me a coke. Uh they so we we're like at this point we either need to just cut bait go home or we need to cut <laughs> yeah <laughs> just some classic cutting we we're not gonna do this by by regular means we're not getting in by just being the good guys if we follow the rules we're gonna be standing outside the trump rally while he's talking which one is what he would want yes he that's what he would want you to do but two like it's one thing to like have the balls to cut at like uh, a Yang Gang event, like with a bunch of fucking pussies. Yeah, no, you know, uh, like half the people there may have weapons on them. That's, that's true. That they, they had a guy on a uh, like standing up outside the crowd in the front who kept repeating, "No weapons, no." Yeah. Weapons. <laughs> it's the Thunderdome. Uh, while we were standing in line, I want to uh, give you a little bit of this. Um, this was a dude that was uh, selling T-shirts. Little comment on the racial makeup of the crowd. This guy was white, but uh, I saw two black people. That yeah, were selling these same legitimately shirts. Legitimately attend? No, they were they were actually attending. Oh, um, so and then I'd say I saw fifteen black people in general, and I would say that uh, thirteen of them were hawking T-shirts. <laughs> so that's depressing. <laughs> I mean, kind of, but like. I think that cements their spot as my favorite race. Like they, <laughs> yeah. they look at this whole thing that's like systematically designed to keep them down. They're like opportunity. Yeah, yep. fuck it. <laughs> I'll sell these idiots a t-shirt. 
That's um, a good way to look at it. And uh, yeah, there was a you know a smattering of Mexicans, and uh, uh, I would say that uh, surprising amount of Asians. Really? Yeah. I mean, you know, relative to in, in your regular life, how many uh, Asian people you would run into? Yeah, and you don't see like whenever you turn it on on television, it seems like they go out of their way to make sure that some Latinos and some African Americans are in the shot. Oh yeah, but they're just kind of like with Asians are like I don't know y'all figured out we don't care really yeah vote or don't <laughs> <laughs> well you no, know no, uh, we're not worried about d- it despite that very lukewarm embrace the you know it's it felt like they were but I mean you know we're talking ninety five percent white yeah sure yeah yeah so uh, got a guy coming down selling shirts this was uh, this was the pitch. Impeach this middle finger, baby. Impeach that middle finger. <laughs> like trying to impeach my president. T-shirts, Donald fucking Trump 2020, my hero. My hero, baby. Impeach this middle finger while you're trying to impeach. That's the energy we're talking about, you know? <laughs> I, I would like That's to point out, I'd like to point out uh, some incongruency there because impeach this middle finger almost sounds like something that like a fourth grade teacher would say when they get mad at the class and then he goes to try to impeach my fucking hero <laughs> like it almost seems like he should have been yelling once you impeach this dick yeah, yeah but exactly. instead, uh, impeach this middle finger well oh, the, you will not and then he ramps up the shirt he was fast. selling was uh impeach this with a, a big big drawing of a middle finger on it okay um yeah, and, and and on the other side said Donald fucking Trump twenty twenty. <laughs> Were you gonna wear that other than the rally? I mean, uh, people, yeah, the, people. The, the big answer was at the rally, rally, and they were wearing it. <laughs> yeah, we we saw several. There's no laws against. It's not like not listening to your favorite band on the way to the venue. Yeah, no, I I bet you they were listening to the Minnesota rally yeah. on the way in. Just to get the what's that website for set lists? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I just want to see what's what he's bringing to town. <laughs> Um, so shortly after that guy passed us, we were like, uh, we just need to walk back towards where we were. And if we see an opportunity to jump in, we take it. If we don't, we're going home and we're probably going home. Uh, as we do that, this group got a, a ton of coverage. So I don't think that you're going to be, uh, surprised that they were there, but we did pass by this, which I thought you would enjoy. You got that? Are these people uh, paper straw people? <laughs> no, nope. no. This Viper is the, uh, saves lives. This is the pro vaping crowd. Oh, okay. Viper. Vape? Okay. They say it's viper. A, I thought it said paper. I was viper. like, is there a protest? Okay. I thought it was uh, flavor saves lives because they were I, doing against anti-flavor. You know, yeah. like they're they're banning. A, and then I thought they said vapor saves lungs. I can hear lives and lives. I, I know. It was, it was a confusing chant. And I can hear flavor and vapor. <laughs> Bummed um, out for those folks. <laughs> they, they, they all had signs. I sent you one that, yeah. uh, that said, uh, we vape, we vote. That's right. But they have decidedly, because big old DJ said, uh, no, we're not vaping anymore. They, he's lost their vote. That's really disappointing. Mom, I want to vape. <laughs> a lot of people are saying vaping is fantastic. <laughs> it's so great. And we now know those people will come through. They'll vote. They'll just have to switch from 
mint to tobacco flavored vapes. <laughs> Flavor saves lives, though, dude. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, so we're reaching the end of the line. There was one point where we like kind of fell in step with some people who were shuffling up in the line, and I was kind of thinking, should we just stop here and see if anyone yells at us? Uh, but I didn't have the guts because what you're talking about. This feels like a hostile crowd where it can go wrong quick. We we didn't look like we fit in very well. We either. really didn't because we didn't have a Trump shirt or a suit. And uh, I was I was the only one wearing all black. Yeah, yeah. I thought you guys to might try Trump to get in a costume. Nah, you know. I mean, we just you can't waste any time. Like I wanted to get down there as fast as we could from Bad Radio Show Five Thousand. Yeah, I more mean like ahead of time. Like that, you guys yeah. had ordered Uncle Sam costumes. <laughs> 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 Fine <laughs> idea. <laughs> but so I say, uh, I really got to piss. So there's some porta potties set up uh, along what's the uh, street that runs like that that's in front of the AAC, like the Uber drop off point that uh, it's uh, next to the station where you always used to get Madame Meek's up parked there. Uh, Valor. Okay, so we're walking up Valor Place and. Uh, step into the porta potty i step out and see a line that is much much shorter uh probably about 40 50 people in this line going straight to the door yeah where i can see the door from the line and i'm like that looks like my line (laughs) (laughs) and it clearly says vip (laughs) clearly every single person in the line has paid at least I don't know. What do you say? 10,000? 50,000 to the Something campaign? Something like that. Because <laughs> if we were standing out before, uh, we're standing out now. <laughs> but I'm like, you know what? The alternative is that we go home. Right. So like, if, What's if the we, worst that's going to happen? Yeah. If we get in this line, they're like, hey, fuck you. you can't, we're not getting arrested Guantanamo. for it. Guantanamo. Yeah. Yeah. They're Which just going to tell us. only open because Obama didn't shut it down. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so uh, we walk up to that line. And there's a woman with a clipboard who, to me, appeared to be policing who's going in the line and not. But by chance, there's some people in front of us who don't belong in the line that are trying to get in as well. She's talking with them. We walk right on past and stand <laughs> in the line. Yes. And I'm wondering if there's any further checks, but uh, we're just kind of standing there, just waiting for it to go along. And as we approach the doors, a guy starts yelling, coming towards us like, hey, uh, you guys aren't supposed to be here. And then he notices that Josh has a cane. And minutes before this interaction, we had mixed with the handicap line. Okay. The, the VIP and the disability lines merge together right at the door. It had become a joint line. Okay. And so through this sheer dumb luck, when he sees the cane, he's like, oh, it's one of sorry, the Sorry, sorry, sir. I'm sorry, sir. <laughs> he did. He apologized to us. <laughs> And we stroll right on in, <laughs> take our seats at the Trump rally. And you had good seats, too. We were we trying to get on the screen. Seats. We were right behind his left shoulder. As we were walking up, like, because we definitely picked the seats of, like, I want to get in that fucking shot. You know? So I'll, there were, you could, it was open seating, pretty much? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I mean, you know, there's a decent. I would say that we were in the first 50% of people. I'd say it was Oh, half yeah, full the lower bowl in. still wasn't, wasn't full when we went in. But good seats available. Yeah, no one had started populating any of the upper deck or anything like that yet when we walked in. So yeah, we we tried to get uh the like as much as like was was convenient. Like we sat down in a you know place where like six seats open. So I, I didn't want to get in a situation where you're like, you know, crawling over people to get down to a pair of seats as people are like, oh, we're saving these. Right. Um. But yeah, so it was like six open. So I'm like, unless they're saving six, there's something for us there. 
Uh, that turned out to be fine. Walking down, I was like, maybe we'll be in the shot. Once we were sitting, and I was kind of like doing the math. I'm like, all right, we're not in the shot. We weren't. But, uh, you know, uh, dream big. And so at that point, they go through a, a playlist of four, five songs repeated over and over. <laughs> I think we, ca- we ultimately counted it was 12. But the playlist, it was like shuffle, repeat. So some songs we heard like five times and other songs we only heard once but the man only playlist was the only songs on the playlist are 12 songs macho man and ymca i know were big absolutely yeah. big yeah. time uh dream on by Aerosmith. On the rolling stones we heard dream on by aerosmith five times a lot of cvs bangers is what we're <laughs> <Yeah>. telling you <laughs> they, they get it they know what i like beat it by michael jackson was the most recent song that was played yeah that's kind of mixing in some new stuff which seems a little uh tone deaf but that's kind of on brand, right? I guess YMCA is too. Right. That was when I was just, by the third time that Macho Man had played, I just sat down with my head in my hands, just declaring that irony was dead. Yeah. <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> we can't do this anymore. None of these people are in on the joke. <laughs> and they're all loving it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, uh, yeah, no, we, we were the only people in an 18,000 seat arena that were looking around during YMCA like, Say weird a little, little bit, little bit weird. <laughs> so don't y'all hate? <laughs> well, what was your pat down like? Uh, you know, it was it was a regular AAC pat down. Okay, so you, you were able to get some. They made him throw away his vape. I had to throw away my vape battery. Lost the vape. My vape battery. I kept okay. my cartridges. But okay. My battery went. And uh, most crucially, I'm. I don't know. <laughs> you know, we're admitting a felony here, but whatever. <laughs> fuck it. Uh, he did a. Uh, did have a little little cup cup of mushroom caps in his uh, in his pocket that made it through just fine, and I would say that was a central part of this entire pitch. You know, whenever we're talking about the event, going up to it, we weren't saying we want to go to Trump rally. We we're saying we want to go to Trump rally. We want to take shrooms. Even if I had been able to make it, there's no way I would have. There's no way I would have pulled the trigger on that. that really, just, in retrospect, I wish I'd done more. <laughs> that, that is just. I know. I know. But that is just so perfect. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's, uh, you know, if, if you at home are wondering what exactly that's like, uh, it's something else. <laughs> <laughs> so they, when did they hit? Uh, about when he's walking on. <laughs> I'd, I'd say I was pretty happy we with the timing. We timed it about right. Yeah. And, um, uh, the, the problem was that he talked for too long. Like, yeah. I was sober <laughs> by the time he was done <laughs> yeah, chatting. It was very much, I was telling TC after, it was like when you get a call from your grandparents on the phone and they don't know how to wrap up the phone conversation, so they just go back to the story they started telling at the beginning of the phone call, and now we've heard the same four stories six times. But it would we're like, be, can we wrap this up It somehow? would be even worse than that. It would be like if you were really uh, outwardly exhibiting enjoyment for the stories the first two <laughs> times. <laughs> like, he has no reason to think that he's not on fire. Oh, no. I watched yeah. the whole thing. Dude. He has no reason to think he's not on fire because he's on fire. <laughs> every, single, no. every single person thinks he's on fire. They're, the, the flexing and posing after all of his zinger lines was the thing that got me. Like All the guys like just standing up and just boom, just flexing like it was <laughs> WWF or it's WWE. Human, human testosterone yeah. pellets just put into their body. Like whenever he walks out, like I was, I was, you know, videoing for that. Um, like whenever he's walking out and, uh, like on video, the, the kid sitting in front of us who I would guess was in his twenties. Um, like he is just freaking the fuck out. Like he, he thinks he's seeing Jesus. Yeah. And that's what it looks like. 
I, Be- like Beatlemania. Yeah, dude, I've never been to a concert, sporting event, anything where the crowd was as excited for the person there as these people were to see this entirely retarded person. <laughs> <laughs> people crying right yeah. yeah old ladies like <laughs> crying it's like i bet you there were ladies there that had cried at the beatles and cried at the trump rally <laughs> anybody like take a shirt off or anything or uh there was the woman in front of us was uh not only standing on the seat standing on like the armrests of the seat to like like just kind of balancing on them for most of the show yeah uh just just try and get a get a good shot you know get, get a good look at old donnie that's awesome. Take it in. <laughs> Just, you know, find opportunity to see one of the ugliest people on earth. <laughs> you know, you don't want to pass that up. Um, this was a shirt that I saw in front of me that I thought you might like. Oh, my God. It's an American flag jersey. Mm-hmm. and uh, It looks like something you might see in, like, the world versus U.S., like, minor league baseball <laughs> yes, type. Yes, like a little, pretty little world baseball classic jersey. <laughs> right. And uh, number is two. Uh-huh. Uh, the name is Amendment. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, man. And uh, at no point, like, did you feel like you, you like you were being found out or anything? No, not really. Yeah, that was like, definitely a laughing? concern. Yeah. <laughs> and I was leaning over and talking to him a lot. Like in my, my out of body experience of this is looking back at us both standing there with our arms crossed, just mouths agape for two hours, <laughs> looking at each other laughing just laughing. <laughs> and everyone else is having this amazing time. Well, we <laughs> weren't like trying we're to start not a cl- scene. We didn't right. even you know? clap it one thing so i mean i if people were just staring at us uh, they might I clap have for texas anytime you would he would do the te- <laughs> i'm like well i do like texas right uh someone taught him the basics of the uh nacogdoches story just before he went on and uh i'll you know i'll clap for the nacogdoches story i don't know this the uh that was nacogdoches right where the the cannon come and take a flag oh okay oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah 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 he said alvarado yeah he, <laughs> he did, did. He <laughs> did. He, despite being there two hours before <laughs> uh-huh yeah. Um, you got to see Wind Darling live. We don't have to play any of the yes. audio. I was just Wind bored of cutting audio. But you know, they're into these. What is it? Windmills. <laughs> you got to see that. You got to see him play. That was a peak for me. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, like, I, I turned to him. I'm like, he played he's, the he's really doing. He's it. doing Wind Darling right <laughs> now. Here, he started. Uh, here, you know what? The only one I wanted you to play. Um, yeah. was the one about George Washington. I thought mm. I was. This is when my FOMO kicked in the hardest because, I- yeah. With this view, you know, we had in 2016, I really believe it was maybe the greatest election. I guess George Washington was good. Uh, <laughs> it was good. But that was easy. That was easy. And by the way, he did even better percentage wise in judges than I did. He had 100%. <laughs> but we could have 50%. That's not bad. And I had many more than he had. Yeah, because our population is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I guess you got to give George Washington. What do you think, Ted? You got to give him something. What do you think? I'd Ted? say uh, honest Abe. That was a pretty good election, right? Andrew Jackson. They say ours topped Andrew Jackson, but Andrew Jackson was a they good election. Say. But we had among the greatest elections of. <laughs> that was among the greatest. That elections. was that was the moment where I was like, man, he's doing good. 
I guess they say George Washington is good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, uh, give him a little credit. And I kind of felt like he was trolling Ted Cruz the whole time. The whole <laughs> time. God, like, the entire time. <laughs> Ted was there. And in line, we had read the news that Rick Perry was no longer going to be part of the administration. When, whenever like, we get in, he starts pointing over to that section. I'm like... I think that's him, dude. <laughs> yeah. He's like, and, well, uh, I already got these seats. Got to keep him <laughs> close. there. Yeah. He started making fun of Ted Cruz and Dan Patrick's idea to build a dam in the ocean. Yeah, he's like, I don't know <laughs> if that's a good idea. I don't know. But Sounds got, dumb to me. You want billions of dollars for something that might or might not work. I don't know. <laughs> and, Who would ever propose something like that? <laughs> like, <It's> really? A <laughs> seawall. Who's ever heard of that? Speaking to what's going on here, like, he spent a good portion of that just being like, Jesus Christ, you guys asked for a lot of relief funds. Man, yeah. you guys were like two Texans. My yeah. balls. Like, uh, it, it, can, can you just shut the fuck up about it and just build, rebuild? And he termed it, you guys got rich. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So you guys you made, made a fortune. You made so much money on the hurricane. <laughs> Lucky little hurricane for <laughs> That's y'all. That's not really how that works. It's not a fucking boon. <laughs> and the it's whole aid. crowd, the whole crowd is like, Fuck yeah, we did. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. You're so Trump right. loves Texas. He gave us the money. Oh, yeah. And then there was the only other funny part. Uh, it's not really worth playing, but I laughed so hard when he was like, I got people coming to the Oval Office. I got kings, queens, princes, princesses, presidents, chancellors, dictators. Yeah. Well, they don't want to be called that. <laughs> that was <so> great. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, then you shouldn't call them that. You shouldn't say. Huh? Gotta say, sometimes we have dictators in there. No, when he was uh, doing the fucking uh, burning crews and everybody for making a fortune off the hurricane in Houston, he reissued again. He was like, and, and what was it? 16,000 people went out in the ocean, and the U.S. Coast Guard had to save 16,000 people. And I, was, like, I don't know I was like. I don't know if that happened or not. That was a spurious claim. Yeah. Um. the The other big one was uh, that Josh really was was sidetracked by this for a bit. Whenever Trump claimed that he had set an attendance record for the AAC <laughs> by him being there, and uh, I, you know, uh, I I think I'm supportive of the math that Josh took 20 minutes to kind of break down. There's no I, way. I don't think it was. I don't think it was. Two two reasons. One. They tried to scan our tickets at the door. The barcodes didn't scan, so the lady just went, okay, one, two. <laughs> <laughs> Tight shit. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm, I think we're going to need to audit the numbers at least. But two, like none of the, uh, none of the uh, uh, luxury suites were full. Well, maybe like 20% had anybody in them. And they'll like add extra seats for Mavericks playoff games and shit like oh, that. Oh yeah, and it was like the hockey configuration right. for the rink, so it wasn't. It didn't even have the lower risers that would go down to the basketball right. floor or any of that stuff. They got a press area like which you wouldn't have at a concert, right? Uh, so yeah, I, I would say that most concerts probably had more. I think I think Kanye this. had more. Yeah, yeah. Um, so another highlight for me was whenever he started in on Biden pretty early. Oh, yeah. Uh, just wanted to let you know, this whole impeachment thing, bit of a witch hunt. <laughs> I heard. And uh, <laughs> when he starts talking about uh, Joe Biden, one of the dudes next row in front of us yells out, Quid pro Joe! <laughs> <laughs> and the lady next to him like taps him on his shoulder and like points at him like, you fucking Nailed got it. him. That's a good one. Nailed it. I can't believe I didn't come up with that. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a bunch of Where's Hunter t-shirts. Yeah, there was a couple. We saw a couple. My favorite thing from the outside was just, and I, I think I tweeted this, but it is really funny, like the nexus that we are in with just how 
not normal his like in trafficking conspiracy theories and all that sort of stuff watching like all the local tv news reporters that i follow which i'm sure there a lot of them are good people but they're not cut out for this dude no like they're on television and they know how to go do a stand-up right and get a quote from the lady who doesn't want the tree cut down yeah they do not know what to make of fucking QAnon no. <laughs> or Alex Jones in a tank with a bullhorn. So oh my sad we God. missed that. How did we miss it? Circling an arena. Like they don't know what to do with that. It's kind of like when you and I were talking about like, what does my mom think when the nightly news with Lester Holt has to come has to cover Jeff Epstein? Yeah. And like, you know, La Lolita Express. Like they don't know what to do with that. No, these are all uh, rookies showing up to the front, whereas we've been fighting these meme wars for a bit. That's right. We've That's uh, right. we've been we've been piling up some meme bodies, and uh, I want to. I think there's one more thing from the rally that I want to mention. Um, oh, whenever did did you catch this? That so the way that people will often you know like whenever a president who has some time left will uh, kind of like mention you know the upcoming election or whatever. They'll have the uh, the four more years. You know, we all know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, did it come through in the broadcast that it's? I don't even remember what prompted it, but there was one point where the whole crowd was chanting, "Never leave, <laughs> never <laughs> leave." I missed that, dude. That's awesome. Uh, it's awesome. It's terrifying. And everyone in there would vote for that right now. Uh, I, uh, absolutely. Like, what? Who's the person in there that's like, "Hey, that's a little bit of a violation of our democratic norms." Kind of. I kind of just wanted four more. Right. Not one of them. No. That's awesome. Um, yeah, and I mean, that's... Like, let's, okay, right now... Could, I wasn't freaking out, but that's that's a little scary uh, whenever you're on mushrooms surrounded yeah, by a... 20,000 people, people standing are yelling in front of a demagogue being like, you know... That are actively cheering, like, for a coup. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're th- totally part of the cult. Do you think They would that, rip Jim Mattis's head off right now. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think that if you took, like, the five biggest counties in the Metroplex... And just took that and put onto a ballot, uh, Trump never leave or Joe Biden. Like the number for Trump <laughs> never leave idea. might be higher than uh, just Trump four more years. Like well, you'd have Harris, Travis, and Dallas that would vote for Biden, right? Yeah, I just mean like if you don't, if you just do like Denton, Tarrant, Dallas, Colin Parker, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I don't think you would win an election and just. I mean, I don't know the. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely, because Dallas and uh, Tarrant, he's going to win, or uh, he's going to lose, and those are so much bigger. I mean, even if he just carries Dallas by a large margin, then this is not an interesting conversation, but uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure that uh, he, he would lose an election that included Dallas and four other counties. But I'm saying, could size. he gin up his support if he says, it's not just me for four years? It's me forever. It's me forever. It's me forever. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean... <laughs> See the the thing of it is is that uh, like I, I think the polling indicates that as far as like the the people who would uh, demand that he never leave that's like fifteen percent of the electorate at this point, um, but you know fifteen percent of of the surrounding area is absolutely enough to fill an arena you know yeah like it's oh, not yeah. like it's uh, yeah yeah it's not Cowboy Stadium. I definitely feel like the majority of the people in that building were not from Dallas city limits. Yeah yeah got that got that sense. Well, I'm proud of you boys. So walking out of there, 
we we heard a question that the only context I have, the only like a uh, previous encounter I have from this is is you telling me you have someone asking you the question. But we walked by a guy in a wheelchair, and there was someone who I don't even think was pushing him. I think was just walking next to him. It was a cop who was helping him. And uh, the cop get like lift the chair up off of the off of the street level to the sidewalk level, off okay. the curb, over and, the curb. Uh, Cop goes to him. He's like, "So, where were you on 9-11? Oh my god! <laughs> and I don't know what the answer was. You know, we're all walking out of there. Like we're we're, at, you know, we we passed them at that point. <laughs> but I'm like, turned to him. I'm like, did we just hear that right? Like, <laughs> That's what passes for. Uh, what, how, how do you think the Cowboys will bounce back for yeah. small talk for these people? Yeah, yeah. That's just a normal conversation set piece that they can all kind of bond over, and it's. None of them think it's weird at all. But it made me think of your uh, Uber driver just turning to you guys in the Uber and be like, tell me your 9-11 story. Yeah. Tell me your tale. Yeah. And so uh, the, the end to our you night. You should try that one. <laughs> I may. I may. Um, the end to our night was we get down to the uh, dart platform to take the dart home. That's more people than I had seen on that dart platform at any point. Certainly more than a Mavericks game. I don't know how or why uh, these these folks are embracing transit. That's, yeah, that was the weird thing. And we thought maybe a lot of them were trying to get to the TRE, but just didn't understand how train platforms work. Yeah, there was a really fun moment where uh, our Green Line train pulled up, and a Green Line train, also on the Green Line, but just going the other way, pulled up at the same time. And uh, the guy next to us was like, huh, two Green Lines. <laughs> <laughs> they, go, they go different places. <laughs> They're just going different directions. It's the same... But it is a bit intimidating if you've never had to deal with public transportation. Yeah, no, no, no. That's fair. Uh, but so we, we we have this train pull up to the busiest DART platform I've ever been on. And we come to find out later that this particular train was the first one waiting at the state fair when the state fair fireworks show ended. So it is full. Oh, my. Packed. And now with no one children, can get on. With families. And then you've got a bunch of just total teed up Trump folks just <laughs> waiting to get on a train. And they're not waiting if the conductor comes over and says, this train is full. Please wait six minutes till the next train. <laughs> they're, not, they're not interested in that noise right now. And like the, the way it worked out, it was great for us. Uh, Wonderful idea by Josh just cross the other side of the platform at the end because, like, you know, th that that was uh, the kind of advanced move that the rest of these people were not uh, ready to make. They're, they're not the uh, the transit veterans that, uh, that Josh is. And so we ended up, like, the, the train stopped directly in front of us. Like, the door just opened, like, to, to me. And uh, it was just, you know, some house mom who was like, uh, well, there's no room. <laughs> and I'm like, Fuck you! There's not. Like, I'm, not I'm, I'm going home, lady. How do you think I did not works? say that. Uh, what I said was, uh, I think I see some back there. We'll, we'll go stand there. Like, look, I just snuck into the VIP lane at a presidential rally. <laughs> yeah, it's just not where the buck stops for me. No, and it's it's just a classic thing. Mere, this happened mere hours ago. <laughs> Anytime it's like a train with too many people who've never been on a train before. They just get in, like to the point where they're in, and they just don't move. Right? You know? Like you gotta filter Phil, into the yeah. middle. Um, so I, I, I found a way to diplomatically explain that to her, uh, <laughs> and uh, and we we did end up getting on. Um, but yeah, and then the, you know, at that point uh, we're home, and so ends one of the wildest nights of my life. <laughs> well, you have my word that 
when he comes back in four years mm-hmm. on his maybe eight. Yeah, I'll 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 I have to find a way to be at that one. Yeah, I hope I, that by that point he can play the uh, AT and T. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Got to get the record in that stadium too. The whole time, just on a loop running through my head is the Darren Ravel tweet from the debates where uh, I I hope I don't get the the word for word wrong, but uh, I believe it's uh, I weep for my country. But this is tremendous content. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's scary and it's depressing as fuck. And like if you spend two seconds thinking about like just the blind hate that is being expressed. And I, I did love uh, like every time he would talk about trade or something like that, like the, the, the crowd would like they just they know their cues. It's a so fucking it's a ballad. Whenever he takes a takes a, a break, you know, from speaking, they cheer. But I'm like you motherfuckers are not showing up for good trade policy. Right. No, no. And I think no. even at one point he even you hate s- Hispanics, and that's <laughs> what we're about. He even said at one point he did a, a great bit of physical comedy where he was like, "Yeah, though they say they want me to be more presidential." And oh, he kind of like yeah. straightened his back yeah. up, and he was like, "Hello, <laughs> Texas, ladies and gentlemen." It is very good to see you tonight. And then he kind of did like a, ah, oh, that's bullshit wave. <laughs> like, ah, come on. Stalked <laughs> back up. And he was they like, they were eating it. And he up. was like, frankly, you wouldn't be here tonight if that's what I was doing. And I'm like, he knows. <laughs> he's right. <laughs> he knows. Uh, you guys certainly wouldn't have been there. Dude, it was, it was so much. I was, psilocybin. It was exactly <laughs> like they had all gone to yell practice because they were all a bunch of Aggies. So they went to the night before the game and they all learned, well, okay, these are going to be the cues and these are going to be the chants we're going to do. And they were so geeked to do them at the rally that they couldn't even wait for Trump to get the words out before, oh my God, I got to do it. That's so great. <laughs> it, was, oh, it was nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Ivanka was there. Oh, I know. I heard. It was so great. All the ladies in the audience lost it when he said, Ivanka, she's here somewhere. Well, that was the funny thing because announcing her was he was just starting to talk about Hunter, you know, all the corruption and nepotism. And he's like, can you imagine if that had been Don or Eric or God forbid Ivanka? Ivanka, you're here somewhere. And then everyone goes crazy. And then he just moved on. How <laughs> were the nips? <laughs> throw them up on the big screen. <laughs> no, that was the other thing. No, no, nothing on the big screens. Really? Just, just uh, make America yeah. or keep America great. The logo. That was it. Like he never, they didn't have any feedback of the camera feed back into the stadium for any of the screens, which seemed like, like if you're in the cheap 101 seats, of yeah. doing this, I was hoping like crazy that they were going to have with the feed because it was only on like, you know, it was on YouTube. It wasn't like it was on television that they would have crowd shots. And then I would see the two of you guys just like ultra dabbing. (laughs) 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 Your eyes just the size of saucers. Yeah, that's us. Well, thanks for coming out, fellas. Hey, we enjoyed the house. Yeah. uh, So we'll have a Patreon uh, early this week, most likely. We'll make it happen. And then uh, what's the date again we need to remind people about? November November 19th. Off the record in Depot. We'll see you. That's it for tonight. The high school special is next. So until tomorrow, for everyone who's been a part of this one, I'm TC and Jake. We do thank you for watching. Good night.